I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I'm here with that super millennial Friday edition, David Barreto, giving us the millennial perspective. Friday edition, Dave, how you doing? Best version of, of Dave. <laughs> so this week was your week. Our topic was Inspire. On Setup Sunday, I talked on the Inspire Purpose. On Monday with the Super Millennial, David talked about embracing the the millennials, embracing the Inspire Purpose. On Health Huddles, we talked on Evoke Recognition. On Ego Maniac Wednesday, Patrick Gardner talked on perception and social media with John McDonald. John McDonald's becoming quite uh, a popular guest on the show. <laughs> yeah. Do me a favor, because people keep asking me, the next time that Patrick has him on, can we get John's information so he can put it in the show notes so they can gotcha. get his, his Instagram and everything? Because I don't know. Hey, ask me. I, tell, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It's so because they really like him. People are really liking that. And I think that's a good um, co-host with with Patrick on, on subjects. He's really Agreed. excellent on there. Yep. I, I really enjoy it. They're funny together. Yeah. They really are funny together, Drago. I could, you know, I got to say, the Drago. That, Drago and uh, freaking Tom. I have a picture I got to share with you. <laughs> yeah, he looks like, he does look like Drago too. So and on Thursday's Connection Thursday, we talked on what is stress mastery? And today we'll continue our book study, Living Untethered, with Michael Singer. And tomorrow we will close out the week talking Inspire with our very own Coach Peggy. So we're going to continue our book study, which I love this book, um, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. We're on Chapter 5, Exploring the Nature of Things. Your entire life is composed of consciously experiencing the three objects of consciousness, the outer world the thoughts, and the emotions. Now we are ready to explore the origin origin and nature of these experiences. By understanding where they come from, they will lose some of their distractive power they have over you. You will then better understand your tendency to accept or reject them. We study these objects of consciousness not solely for the knowledge we gain, but also for the freedom we attain. Let's discuss the nature of the world passing before you. Every moment that passes before you comes and goes like frames of a motion picture. The moments never stop. They just keep flowing through time and space. Where did all these moments come from? Why do you experience them the way that you do? What is your true relationship to what passes before you? Perhaps even more interesting than the outer world, we're going to explore the nature of the mind and the emotions, including how and why they keep changing the way they do. Though all three of these objects of consciousness are constantly changing, you are the persistent being that is always there experiencing them. What is your nature? What is it like to sit back and be conscious of being conscious? That is what all spirituality is about. When you no longer are distracted by any of the, of the three great distractors, your consciousness will no longer be pulled into those objects. The focus of consciousness will very naturally remain in the source of consciousness. It's like a flashlight shining on a various on various objects. Instead of looking at objects being illuminated, if you look at the high light itself, you will realize it's the same light shining on all the different objects. Likewise, 
It is the same consciousness that is aware of all objects passing before it, both outside and in. You are that consciousness. When you pull back to the, that source of awareness, it is the most beautiful thing you will ever experience. That is the journey before us. To free ourselves from the distractions that keep drawing us away from our greatness and leave us struggling with life. As you come to understand the nature of these objects you are struggling with, you will very naturally be able to release the hold they have on you. This act of letting go is what is meant by acceptance and surrender. There is a state of great peace within you that cannot be disturbed by the world, your thoughts, or even your emotions. These objects can continue to freely exist, but they no longer will dominate your life. You will be free to fully interact in life, but you will do so out of a sense of love and service rather than fear or desire. Now you understand the underlying purpose of this book. For you to learn how to let go of the three great distractors and return to the source of your being. As you will see, this is the only way you can fully enjoy your time on earth. This is what it means to be living untethered. It doesn't take forceful practices to return to your core. The highest path to learning through your daily life to gradually let go of what is distracting your consciousness. By accepting instead of resisting, you will eventually attain a permanent seat of clarity. It's called becoming established in the seat of self. You will be living in the most beautiful energy you've ever experienced, and it will never stop. During every moment of your life, there will be a beautiful flow of energy that keeps rising within you. We are going to approach this process of freeing yourself in a very scientific, analytic manner. By doing so, you'll become so comfortable with the three objects of consciousness passing before you that you will no longer have to devote your life to controlling the experience. You will see that these passing objects represent the lower aspect of your being, body, mind, and emotions. In drastic contrast, you can learn to establish yourself in a higher aspect of your being, the seat of conscious awareness. You can live your life in a state of complete freedom and happiness. Are you ready? Let's embark on our journey into the exploration of our outer world, inner world of mind and emotions, and the consciousness that experiences it all. Let's learn more about this path of acceptance of what passes before us. Well, this is part, this will end part one of the book, and it's basically stress mastery, people, because what Michael Singer is teaching is truth. What we teach here is truth, which means to be a truth, it must be true for every single human being on the planet. And what is that truth? That we each have the essence of being a human. The biological essence, the social essence, and the spiritual essence. So, when he says, your entire life is composed of consciously experiencing the three objects of consciousness. The outer world, objective reality. The thoughts and emotion, subjective reality. And so, you start to see how it works. So, when we talk about how our outer world, he's but he's talking about attaining freedom. So what is freedom? When he says, we study these objects of consciousness, not solely for knowledge we gain, but also for the freedom we attain. Well, if we want to understand this, David, we have to start with, first of all, these consciousness that he's talking about, right? The outer world is what's happening in objective reality. The inner world is the thoughts and the emotions. So what happens in outer reality, if you're not connected to outer reality, 
it will, the thoughts, or if there's a, a, a misalignment of what you believe should be, or you don't like what's happening, you have a conflict. Mm-hmm. That is the program in the mind, in the cage mind that creates thoughts. And how do you know that program's activated? You feel the emotions in the body. And the body will support the mind and put you in a state. That's what puts you in a state of either frustration or a state of worry or a state of depression. It's a state. But your state is always coming from the mind and the body supporting the mind. And so what he's talking about freedom, what he's going to be teaching in this book and exactly what we teach in Stress Mastery Freedom is when you can let go of attachment. And what does that mean? Well, what causes conflict? You don't like what's happening. You want something different. You have attachment to your belief system, to your identity. You believe it should be like this. You believe it should not be like this. You don't want this. You want this. You like this. You don't like this. All of those are attachments to the identity. And then we have attachment to our past. That's what brings in resentment. It's what brings in guilt and regret. And we have attachment to trying to control the future. That's what brings in resistance. That's what brings in worry. That's what brings in fear and anxiety. These are all attachments and none of it is you. And that's what he's talking about. When he ended this, he goes, let's, he, he says here, what he's saying this, in this part, I lost my, my spot, right? Where he says, in a drastic, con- he says, in a drastic contrast, you can learn to establish yourself in the highest aspect of your being, the seat of consciousness, awareness. That's what we teach you. This is why you name the ego. When you name the ego and discover your purpose, you split the eyes and it moves you into a, a state of awareness. And what that means is it gives you the ability to respond to life. That's freedom. Mm-hmm. That true freedom is love. It's 500 love. That's where freedom, in fact, that's our, our, our subject next week. We're talking to freedom purpose and it's freedom. It's letting go of attachment expectation. So if we look at our identity, our program identity, our ego, the base energy of the ego is desire. It's the four wants. The want of a control is what makes you impose your will and makes you want to defend and attack. The want of security is what keeps you in your comfort zone. It's what keeps you scared. It's what keeps you anxious. It's what keeps you worried. The want of approval is that need to be liked. It makes you do things you might not even want to do. And the want to belong is that need to be part of something. You know, to be part of the clan, part of the tribe, part of the sheep. And all of that is the ego holding you in that conflict. And so do you understand it? You understand it? Because that's attachment. Yeah. You know, when he, he was saying like, you know, you need to let go and, and accept. And I think that's where people screw up <laughs> while doing this because they accept it rather than just, they accept it in the wrong way when they say it is what it is, <laughs> you know, right. but when you let go and you seriously have no attachment to it, and there's no story and you, you get in a car accident or whatever, something bad happens and you accept it, you let go. It is what it is. You know, it's not good. It's not bad. It just happens. So you're going through it. You know, and I think that's what the part where, or especially like um, my generation is where everything that is said, everything that is done, there's 110 different stories behind it. And then one story feeds the other. Next thing you know, they're all connected. And sometimes it, it just is what it is, but you have to not have a 
attachment to it in order to really believe that and say that. And I think it's important because you're right. When he says acceptance, people, everybody who listens to this show should have the energies because the mountain energies and the valley energies tell you the whole story of life. Yeah, we've changed a lot of things since episode one. That's not yes, one of them. That, because that's never changed. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because it's the base of everything, right? It's energy. And so understand that energy has intelligence. Fear has the intelligence to restrict you, trap you, make you feel like you can't. That's what fear's job is. Well, what's the intelligence of courage? It's to allow you to let go. So when you learn step four stress mastery, let go technique, it's a process to take you into this intelligence. Where is it taking you? To acceptance. Acceptance is surrendering. It doesn't mean giving up. It means allowing what is to be and to process whatever energy is activated. When you process, you are in acceptance and it actually raises you to a next higher energy called 400 reason where you embrace life. That's the process. You're it's, it's really simple. You're basically, when you do that, you're bringing your inner world, what's happening in your mind in alignment to what is happening in the outer world. And that's what creates harmony. That's what allows you to let go. And so when he's talking about that, he says, let's embark on our journey into the exploration of our outer world, inner world of mind and emotions and the consciousness that experiences it all. That last part is the important part. The consciousness that experiences all is the true self. When he says it's about the seat of the self, you have the true self held in your heart, creation mind. This is where you connect your purpose, your 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 true values, is connect to spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call. It's always through the heart. That's where the true self, that's what you were born into this world. The false self is the programmed identity that was set for you. That's your ego. That's held in the head, in the mind. And so when he says we have to explore our outer world, and when we talk about the outer world and exploring the outer world, you must understand as a human being, you have a brain, a mind, and a body that developed over a 200,000-year period for survival. So that outer world is what, what affects your inner world is what you hold in mind. Not what's happening in the outer world. It's what you hold in mind. And the moment what you're holding in mind doesn't match what you believe should be, you're going to activate in a conflict. That's called the amygdala of the brain. You can't shut it off, people. That's why we can never stop conflict. So when he's talking about our outer world, our inner world of mind and emotions. So the programs are activated in the head and felt in the body. So if you if you have a program and it's activated and you feel frustrated, it's a program in the head. And what it is, it's the, it's the desire energy. You want something else. You're not happy. You want something else. And usually that's going to rise into anger. And you're going to get angry. But it's happening in the mind. It's felt in the body. So when you learn to let go and you take that path of acceptance that he talks about, what you're basically doing is you are consciously allowing that to pass through. And the only way you do that is through the techniques that we teach because there's no other way to do it. It's not that Bill Courtright came up with this wonderful technique. No, and Buddha taught it. Jesus taught it. Michael Singer's teaching it because it's the truth. This is the way you do it. You have to slow down. 
You have to split the eye so you can see the eagle, feel the activation, and you got to take a breath and allow it through. That means you don't try to stop it. You don't try to attack it. You allow it through. And when you do that, the energy passes through and it lets go. If you don't do that, then you create a program. And that program, that conflict, because conflict is never the problem. That conflict then goes into conflict distortion and it gets bigger. And the emotion in the body gets stronger and it gets bigger. And the emotion in the body even gets stronger. And this is what causes people anxiety to be stressed out. And when all that emotion gets so strong that the body can't handle it anymore, you know what happens? You get depressed because you did not take the conflict to resolution. And we'll talk about that further, I guess, as the book will go on. But the first step to dealing with this is allowing the feelings. If you can't allow it and become conscious in the seat of self, which is your true self, then you're going to struggle and suffer. That's what he said. And I hope I didn't get too <laughs> outside it. It's just, that's what streamed for me to talk about. I'll leave it to you now. No, I think I think the biggest thing, especially, you know, with the, the journey I've, I've had over the last, you know, couple months, especially now, is that you just got to deal with it. And, and people don't like dealing with it. And I think that's the part of acceptance that most people don't want to do is actually acknowledge what's happening. Most people, we say it all the time, bury your head in the sand. And by hopefully by the time you take it out, whatever is happening has passed. But that is going to come around full circle every single time. And I think that's the part that where people fall victim. Well, it always happens to me. It's because you haven't dealt with it. It always happens to me. It's because you have not dealt with it. You refuse to acknowledge it, and then you play a victim. And then that becomes an identity. Now you got something else you got to let go and deal with. Now it just compiles. And when people say they're down on their luck and this and that, whatever, you can usually stem the starting point, like the moment where it started to compile on top of each other. And if you would have dealt with it then, I'm not saying nothing bad was going to happen or nothing else experienced things that were going to happen to you or just stop. But you would have handled the next one better and the next one better. And then you become like a, a master at conflict resolution. And then it's no longer good or bad. It's just, eh, it's another thing to deal with. And when you do that, you grow. Mm-hmm. See, when you don't do it, you stay in the same reality. So I know people, and I, I know maybe you listening, this has happened to you. You just have to look at your life categories, right? If you're unhappy in your career or, you don't, or you're having issues in your career, I can almost bet that 10 years ago you had the same issues. Maybe it was a different job, but it'd be the same issues. And maybe money. If you have issues with your money today, I bet you go back 10 years ago, you had the same issues with your money. And health, well... I know that if you if you have issues with your health today, you got it. You know, relationships is a big one. Yeah. If you have issues in your relationships, just be honest and look at your past relationships and you'll see the same exact issues. Why? Because when you do not handle conflict and you continually allow the ego to run your life, you live in the same reality. Your reality is lived through routine. And the routine that holds that negative reality is the way you deal with conflict. That is the routine. How you deal with conflict is going to determine. When you change that routine, you're going to change your reality. And you're going to change each one of those life categories. Because every time you let go, you grow. Every time you go into reaction, 
then you kind of hold your, you put yourself, you hold yourself down. It's like an anchor. Does that make sense? So when you're in a valley and you live in a valley, your reality in the valley is the same day in and day out, people. You have the same routine, the same problems. And if you don't, if you don't think you do, slow down and look at it and really take an honest, like you're looking at it through a microscope. Look at your life and you'll see it. Yeah, and that can be a good reality, right? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, I'm not the problem. They're the problem. If you're carrying the problem from relationship, relationship, job to job, same resolution every year, you as long as you're carrying it, you are the problem. I, I, it, I learned that. to say that, but yeah. And yeah. you may think it's all good yes. intention because you don't stop to analyze it. And that's why I say from, I think the first time I started to make a change was, the moment I had awareness, that's when I started to really look at, ah, you know what? It's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. And that's when I started to kind of go down the rabbit hole of, you know, each category and seeing the repetitive nature. If you write down your, your resolutions and your goals and, and you keep them, go back and look. Look yeah. at all of them. And You'll see have the where same New Year's yes. resolution every and then, year. And then if a category is getting better, okay, look at which, which what you fix of that. That's the same thing you need to do with each category. Just start looking at it and then work on it. Just because you identify it doesn't mean it's gone. And you can see how the book is kind of leading us, right? Exactly on what we teach. That's why I like the book so much because it is really very, because there only is, when we talk about mastery, and we talked about it this week, right? Mastery, there is a blueprint for mastery. It's the same blueprint and path for any type of mastery. There is no other path. So it doesn't matter if you want to master a golf swing. The first time you go to swing a club, you're going to be awkward out there and then really awkward and you're working with your your, your coach or whatever, and then you can start to hit the ball. And then you think you're ready to go on the course. Then when you go on the course, you're more awkward, and then you start to hit the ball better. Well, then you have to learn how to putt. And then you have to, but this is what mastery is. You guys want to have your life work where there's no failure. And it's actually through failure where you become masters. It's 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 going through being uncomfortable and sucking. If when you embrace the suck, you grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and and so mastery is never a goal or a destination. It's a journey. And so everything that he's teaching in the book is what we teach here. And it's no different. If you want to learn something and and really get good at something, you have to master it. And that process never changes people. There is no hack to this. There is no shortcut to this. You have to make a decision that this is the path you want to follow. And most people do it when they get sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is true. Yeah. Would you agree with that? 100%. Anything else? You good? I'm good. That's a good way to end the week. Yep. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, subscribe. Those links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.